Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin', playing yeah, with the yeah, Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the cats who rest to turn them boys to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we stand toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. Do not adjust your channels, folks. It is, in fact, all three of our refs here today. I'm Nathan. That one right there is Stoner. And that one right there is Trev. And we got a full house in the uh, in the show today. Happy to have everybody on. Trev, this is your first time on the flagship yeah, program in like a month. Yeah. Is it been a month for Trev? Yeah, I, I, uh, I went to the channel about like a few hours ago and just looked just to look to see even the last time I was on live and yeah. EB was on talking about some stuff the last time I was on it said a month ago so wow. it's been a month since I've been on the live show a hot minute yeah he, he, we 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 went to training camp or OTAs okay, yeah. and then he couldn't make Fine. it and then he's been he's been, been jobbing busy. it. Yeah, man. Busy, but he's got some good news coming up. Of course, Mm -hmm. we are streaming our Wednesday show, our flagship program here on Mm -hmm. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter that we do every Wednesday at 730. This is monumentous that we have everybody here. And of course, you can hear us on our audio platforms afterwards. Make sure that wherever you're watching that you subscribe. Give us a, a, a you know rating on Apple if that's where you're going to be listening to. If you're here on, on YouTube, make sure that you like this video. Subscribe to the channel. We Do appreciate it, all the support. Aaron, thanks for joining us in the live chat. We have a good show for for as always grab bag with the cool down a couple different things going on there i might gripe during the grab bag just fyi i have i have a bone you have something i can guess what it is but all right I'm looking forward <laughs> during the during the game we're going to be talking training camp to include the situation mm. with terry hey indianapolis fans back the hell up <laughs> <laughs> just let you know here <laughs> and Stoner, what are we doing for our warm-up? Well, first, uh, if I can, let me do a little bit of added value here for our, our folks over at Pacers Running, our big sponsor here. We love Pacers Running. Uh, you'll see their commercial here before we get to the game. But they have three stores in Northern Virginia. You can catch them online. Great running shoes, great outfits, all that stuff. They've been very good to us as a sponsor. So we're. I just want to give an extra shout-out to them. The owner of... Uh, Pacers running Chris Farley, Shout out Chris. not that Chris Farley, but uh, the Chris Farley from uh, from from Arlington, uh, Virginia. He also has a podcast with his wife uh, Julie Cully. She was an Olympian uh, runner as well, and they have a podcast called Pace the Nation, which is produced by the great folks at Ref the District. That would be us. So it's you know it's going right to be there. high quality. Um, audio high quality video. I see what he's Go doing. Go check now. them out on YouTube. That's not been their big platform. Their mm-hmm. big platform has been audio, and you can find them on all the audio stuff. They have thousands of downloads every episode. They get some huge, huge guests, but they're trying to build up their YouTube page. So if you get a chance, head over to YouTube. It's called Pace the Nation. It's a great uh, running podcast. Check it out. Nice. Sounds there good. Go. Now let's get to the warm up. Yeah. Now yeah. let's get to the warm up. Should we 
go right into the Terry stuff, or should we save that for the game? Save that for the game. Okay. Well, let's uh, talk. Let's talk Warren Sapp real quick because okay. that, that's that the warm up. That's training camp adjacent, and a lot of people seemed confused uh, why not. he was there. Uh, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame defensive tackle. I'm pretty sure that's why you invite him to the camp. I mean, there's also the fact that you know he has ties to some of the personnel coaches and GMs. So yeah. he looked great in the burgundy uh, camo hat that he was mm-hmm. wearing mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. and he loves the defensive line. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think about Warren Sapp coming out to training camp and working with the, uh, the team there? Trav first to you. I love it. Um, it shows that we are really dedicated to improving our defensive line, bringing in some good veterans, Super Bowl winning, Super Bowl appearing defensive linemen that know a little bit about the game. So I loved it. Um, like you said, he knows Martin Mayhew. He knows some other people affiliated with the team. Sure. They call, ask him, come put some input, give a little advice. And he did. It's not a big deal. He's not an assistant coach. I mean, he probably could be if he wanted to. He's not here to take somebody's job. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if he takes relax. one, I think metaphor might have a point here. You invite Sam yeah. because Sam Mills is our I mean, D line coach. You know, yeah, you, you get the good with some sap and you get the Sam Mills. So I'm not going mean, to say that he's bad because yeah. he, he, he earned that job, but it's not going to hurt us. Okay. So. Somebody play devil's advocate then. What's the problem? What's, mean, the what's the problem, problem? with with Warren Sapp being at training camp? Nothing. A Hall of Famer, one of the best defensive uh, linemen ever. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody, tell me what's the problem. Yeah, if uh, I had a venture, why people wouldn't like it is because you know just because he's a Hall of Famer doesn't mean that he can actually teach or coach at so? a Hall of Fame level. But he's been I, there. I'm not. You're asking me to play devil's advocate here. I can't. I'm, I'm a fan of bringing <laughs> in there. Maybe, you know, and I saw some of this, and I know a lot of this was just kind of, you know, joking, right? But it was just like, why invite SAP? Why not invite your – there's all this talk about the alumni mm-hmm. of the Washington franchise. Why not bring, mm-hmm. you know, man out? Or okay. somebody else. Let's let's play devil's advocate. Albert Hainsworth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I would love that. That's dope. Bring him I'm out. Sure if you offered him hundred million dollars, he would come back out here. <laughs> Maybe they asked him. Maybe he doesn't want to. Right. Maybe he's not physically able. Maybe I this, mean, maybe that. Maybe, and maybe he wasn't even asked. Who cares? Yeah, who I cares? Mean, you got a defensive yeah. lineman, Hall of Famer, <laughs> who could who's in for a couple of days, yeah. who can teach you he was there yesterday, right? When he was there yesterday, yeah. maybe he's going to be there tomorrow too. Who, Who knows? knows? But I mean, well, let's see. Uh, John Elway wants to come by and talk to no, 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 John no, Elway. We no, can't have that. No, gotta he's have, gotta, have great gotta bring out John back. Gus Ferrat, Gus Ferrat instead. <laughs> yeah, we'll Gus Ferrat instead. So let's That's ease up crazy. on that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the uh, backlash on that. I, I didn't uh, understand I mean, that. It, it seemed a little That's our odd. fan base, bro. That's what uh, we do. We find something that doesn't. We're always going to according to plan, and uh, we blow it up. I forget who tweeted it out, so I apologize. I don't have the attribution for this, but someone, uh, someone had tweeted out. You know, what are you guys going to complain about when Terry gets oh, the contract? Yeah, that was. And, um, and the, the, while you're thinking of it, the first, fir, first response to it 
was you know how much he's getting paid and that's it's true right because as soon as terry gets paid somebody's gonna say we paid him too much you shouldn't (laughs) invest that much in a wide receiver this i don't i you know we're trying to stay positive here give him the bank and give him everything somebody's gonna be like you shouldn't do it It happens okay receiver yeah watch that is actually some garbage right there, but we, maybe maybe we can bring that up during the game there. Uh, Meta brings up on the, the SAP issues. It's like maybe it's an era thing. The game has changed. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't bring in you know someone from the 80s because the game nah, isn't, isn't quite the same. I'm pretty okay, sure defensive tackles still... Is older than Warren Sapp. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is you don't bring in Charles Mann or, oh, and, right, and, right, and or right. Sapp... Because they played gotcha. at different errors. Now, I, I, I don't buy that. So. Defensive tackles crush the middle, and as the same Sapp as said in his a... little presser, yeah, but you know, you you crush the middle. You don't give them time. You def, you know, and you're going to have your defensive ends doing some pretty good things there. Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk this Ron situation here real quick. This one's a, this one's a good one. Uh, again, Meta here. Thanks for joining us here in the chat. Oh, hey boys, aren't you? my respect for Ron I'm has not. jumped one thousand percent after listening to his presser Monday, talking about Jack Del Rio and amendments, etc. What a leader! Uh, <sighs> I was told JDR is too cool of a name for a mediocre defensive coach. Mm, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we got to go, go with the good old Jack. It's the man's Del Rio. initials. I mean, come on. Yeah, I still like JDR. We didn't but, make uh, it up. But but JP, who maybe <laughs> some would yeah. say too, too uh, you know, giving initials away. to a mediocre radio host. Not my opinion. <laughs> not my opinion. But some people don't. Okay, like well, that's the, the case. Then what's JD McKissick's name? John David McKissick, should we start saying that instead? Because he's not mediocre. He's a, he's a stud, but JD is his uh, name. Not a stud. He's good. Maybe he's not a stud, stud, but he's good. The right, so Let's get to this, this Ron Presser. How did you guys yeah. feel the Presser was hand, handled? And maybe even go up into Cam Curl's uh, Presser where he kind of <laughs> took a dig at um, the, uh, at the, media. At the Stunner, media. Why, why don't we start with you? Uh, well, first of all, the very first the best thing that they did is they did not allow JDR to speak again. That was pretty smart. I thought just keep him away and there's no need to get into all that. Cause JDR has got, he's got a little bit of a loose lips when it comes to things like that with politics. We've seen it for years on Twitter. He lets his, his opinion be known. So that was the first thing that was good. And Ron kind of coming out and saying that, I mean, you had to do that. You had to say, look, we talked about it. I admonished him. That was all good stuff for the the team uh, public image going forward. You just kind of had to do all that stuff. But I do believe that it bothered Ron what JDR said. Because, I, you know, if you know his politics as well, mm-hmm. you know kind of what side he he stands for. And so that bothered him as well. And he came out and he said, look, that's just not right. The, we we don't say those things. You do have freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of consequences from your speech. Mm-hmm. So here's the consequence. How much was it? 100K? And then they yeah. took the 100K, and they're going to give it to the police D, D.C. Police Memorial Fund, I believe. I could mm-hmm. be not nailing that. It's great. I think all of that was handled very, very well. Is as good as you can handle 
after it happened, after mm-hmm. the whole, for lack of a better term, the whole dust up with JDR <laughs> press conference. Perfect term. Perfect so, term for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trev, did, did you gain respect uh, from Ron and that presser? I mean, I've kind of never lost respect in this kind of area with Ron Rivera because he's always mm-hmm. seemed to handle it the professional way, the most uh, most professional way. And I think this time he did it the same way too. He didn't give details because that's what the media and everybody's looking for. He handled it accordingly. He handled it the way he was supposed to do in his position. And we move on. And you can sense in the tone and his explanation, he probably is tired of not only this, but everything that comes with this organization. Mm-hmm. He's just brought here to coach football. And now he has to address politics. Now he has to address um, scandals in-house. He has to address players not showing up for camp. He has to address COVID. He had to address his cancer situation. Like, he's had a lot to deal with. And I think he's start, you're starting to sense he's growing a really frustrated with this organization in some sense. So I think he, he, he let well. out some of that frustration. Yeah. Right? You know, it and wasn't too long ago where he said, every time we have something good, something bad happens and mm-hmm. you just, just, we just can't gain momentum. No. Well, and to go ahead. I was just going to say, you can say what you want about his coaching record, which isn't great. It's mediocre. Even here, or especially here, it's not mm-hmm. been great. What he has done is he has brought respect to the leadership of this organization, which hasn't been around for quite a while. So give him that Mm -hmm. much. As a man, as a leader, and as the forward-facing person of this football team, you can't get any better than Ron Rivera. No, you can't. Now hopefully he's going to back it up with wins. (laughs) Well, and right. to piggyback off that, you kind of give credit to some of the front house for drafting Jonathan Allen because that man is just another voice for Ron Rivera. He's a player's voice for mm-hmm. Ron Rivera. You know, he's, he can, can he can communicate to the players and to the fans a little bit better, and he has the same stance, the same leadership as you know. So I'm riding with Ron Rivera. It's time to play football. He handled it in house. No need to spill out like Cam Curl says, and he wasn't wrong about that. The media does like to take things and spin it. They'll and take extra. They'll take excerpts of a whole 10-minute answer and take the the one paragraph that has a little bit of, you know what, some smoke to it, and they'll put that out there. I mean, it is what it is. Cam wasn't trying to, you know, stir the pot. He was just being honest and also kept the details in-house. That's He explained why it was important to keep it in-house, and he he told you whether you like it or not. It's the honest truth. The media likes to do whatever they want to do with the narrative, so – I'm all for Cam and Ron with the way they handle their press. Yeah, definitely some some awkward uh, laughs on that Cam <laughs> Curl thing. And and I think, honestly, the defensive guys are coming with a united front on that. Uh, you get a lot of, um, you know, John Allen say, and Mar- mm-hmm. uh, Sweat, both of them mm-hmm. just saying, hey, you know, we might not agree with his politics, but we're not here to agree with his politics. We're here to play right. football. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan Allen going off on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Saying, uh, saying it's garbage. It's not a real space. Um, but a lot of it, you know, even Deron Payne were like, "Listen, I'm just here to play football, and we're going to do that, and we're not going to focus on that." And you I guys mean, don't but, even know what happened, you know. And what the what the hell was the media thinking? Cam Curl's going to say when you ask, "Why do you think it's important to keep stuff like this inside the locker room?" What answer are you looking for? Like, honestly, so the answer you gave was probably the best answer you can get out of that because no player is going to be like, well, because, you know, if we say that JDR singled out two African-American players on the defensive side, but like if you get too in detail, then they're just feeding into the media and let mm. them spinning it. So go ahead, Cam Curl, applaud you for that. Yeah, he did a great job with that. I agree. But there is a line somewhere 
Oh, yes. Right? So that he can't cross. Yeah. And I think the media is just digging to find out, is that a line? Did mm-hmm. he cross that line? And according to everybody on that defensive side, he did not cross a line with them. Right. But there is a, there, there is a line somewhere, and you oh, just yeah. hope he doesn't ever cross it. Yeah, and if, if I think that I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say that he didn't cross a line with his players. I think that they are they're just handling it mm-hmm. backstage, right? They're handling mm-hmm. it like they should, person mm-hmm. to person, and getting yeah. there. Shout out to the Dubs family, Cam Mingo, Doug Ford, joining us Kristen, with EP in the house as well. Who we got? Uh, we got P Dub also here. Shout yeah. out to all of our uh, all of our family out here in the chat. I have something probably controversial. Okay, Uh-oh. this is you know I'm not I, I. You're talking about the mediocre record of Ron Rivera, and, and yes, but that he's the right coach for this franchise right now. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. And the first name that kind of popped to my head that's very similar to that, and forgive me, especially I know for some of our older Washington Redskins fans here, if you take offense to this, I I, I mean this in a positive light, but George Allen. Mm. You know, George Allen had much better records okay. than than Ron Rivera does. But outside of losing to the famous 1972 Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, he never made it to the Super Bowl with right. this team, right? That was mm-hmm. that was the one time they made it. Again, they had uh, a good, even in the playoffs, well, yeah, playoffs, he didn't have a great record there. The two wins uh, compared to looks like five losses there mm-hmm. um but what he did was you know there was that period before he came here that the redskins franchise was, was kind of exactly. pitiful it was yeah. just mm-hmm. awful and he brought back that that culture he brought mm-hmm. back the spirit the 70s, the 70s were a good good decade for washington not because they were winning consistently although they had some good records in there they just weren't weren't doing anything in the playoffs, but, but he brought respectability back mm-hmm. to the franchise, and that's where I kind of see Ron. Now, I would like to see the record start matching some well, of these yeah, records right, that George right. Allen did, but I do think that you're absolutely right that he is the right coach right now because we needed somebody for oh, accountability. Man. We needed somebody for that respectability, Bruh. and we're hoping it translates to wins, but he's, he reminds me of George Allen who followed George Allen, by the way, not too long after George Allen left Uh, Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs. And what happened there? Three Three. Three of them. You put, you put Jay Gruden at the podium with this controversy right now. And Uh, we (laughs) think about like Spurrier. Yeah. Jim Zorn, even Bill Callahan, bro. Uh, Even, (laughs) even, Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're ignoring the uh, Jack Pardee seasons, by the way, for those who are keeping track here. Oh, yes, I realize Joe know, Gibbs didn't immediately. That's why I try to give myself a little <laughs> buffer. But I know somebody's going to be in the chat saying, Joe Gibbs didn't follow George. No, he didn't. It was it was Jack Pardee. But the, stand, yeah, the point stands. And, that, yeah, and gets also, a coach I think that respectability. a little bit later on as well, Joe Gibbs 2.0, when this when the team was kind of just in shambles a little bit, the organization was not going well, and they brought in brought back Joe Gibbs to bring again some respectability mm-hmm. back to the franchise. 
And by the way, if you look at it, that was probably the best era uh, under Dan Snyder. And it wasn't Easily. that great. Easily, right? They yeah. won the one playoff game, they, I believe, under Dan they Snyder. They went to this – in the four 2. years uh, Joe Gibbs 2.0 was here, in the yeah. four years he was here, they went to the playoffs twice. twice. Right, right. Yeah, that's so. that's like an amazing run around yeah. here. So that's kind of the same thing. So now he's got to take that respectability factor as a franchise and as a leader and not be a laughing stock and then turn yeah. those into dubs. But that's here – how about this? A little devil's advocate. You ready for this? And we'll move yep. on to the game because I'm kind But Ron Rivera handpicked JDR to be the defensive coordinator sure. of this team. Sure. So do you think he knew what he was getting himself into with JDR? That he knew this would come about sometime? Because he's had history in Denver and Oakland or Vegas with the same thing. But you handpicked this guy. Mm-hmm. Do you think he knew what he was getting himself into, or do you think this politically? is all surprise to Ron? Do you mean? Uh, or I don't want to know. I don't know political. Well, so on the field, mediocrity kind of, or off the field, no, off the off the field, off the field activities. Like, did, did we know? Like, do you think he knew that he would have to be on the lookout for a possibility of this happening, or do you think this kind of came to a surprise that he was still so publicly? still doing it off the field as he did in Denver and Vegas. Like, do you think that's my, like, do you think Ron knew that? And he's like, Oh, why didn't it do like this? So a hundred thousand dollars. Or do you think like he knew this was coming? I don't yeah, know. I think, you know what I'm trying I to say? He probably, I think he probably knew that he was getting kind of a wild card, but he also knew what he was getting as a defensive coordinator. Say yeah. what you want about his uh, JDR's record as a head coach, which wasn't great. His defenses have been pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think he was most focused on. Let me bring in the best defense, defensive coordinator, and I'll be able to handle his shenanigans as best Off I can. You, know, okay. you never thought that we would be in this situation to where we had, you know, an insurrection at our <laughs> of our democracy, <laughs> right. and that JDR would be like, "Eh, that was nothing." So yeah, you never thought true. he would be in something as crazy as that. That is true. Very true. Very true. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think he Ron's a football guy. He brings in football players. He brought in a football coach, yeah. and is just going to you know roll with it as far as uh, last that question. Other stuff. Last question before the game. We start off the season zero and four. Does JDR get fired? Well, if it's the defensive defense, uh, yeah. Fault. If it's defensive fault, does he get fired? Four games might be a little early. But zero and four, zero and four. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look who we're playing. The Jack. Like we have an easy schedule at the beginning. Jags. I don't know who else. I don't know who else. I don't know who else. We're 0 4. <laughs> Jags. Yeah. I mean, if, you're that one, if you're that one tool, uh, yeah. I apologize to the to the the man who I'm referring to here. I don't know him personally, but when you put up Washington going three and fourteen this year and the first <laughs> yeah. win, like they were 0 and eight. I don't know yeah. who it was. He was he was some TV pundit, but come on, get out of here with that. Uh, <laughs> eight, Ron's gone. Yeah, oh, oh, and eight. I think we're cleaning house completely. Yeah, yeah. I, Trav, to answer your question, you know, I was with a lot of people promote Harris. You know, promote. Yeah, he I likes think nice that things. Be, I think that'd be a good good move. I think you might even see that even if they're not zero and four, but the defense isn't living up to its potential. Yeah, our, our secondary has been so incredibly awesome. 
mean, so we're so gonna promote D-line a guy. Bro. Our linebacking D-line. group, I tell you what, studs. All right, well, we're gonna we're actually gonna move on to the game here, and during the game, we're gonna be talking mini camp to include and probably dominating the game this week is Terry McLaurin and his his uh contract talk let me ask you this for the comment section get in there right now tell me is terry mclaurin a top 10 nfl wide receiver put that in there and shout out to clifton for the super sticker all that's coming up on the game the game is brought to you by pacers running stores pacers has six stores in northern virginia and dc for the best running footwear apparel and gear just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business pacers running exists to help as many people as possible through running for every run it's pacers running you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.